gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. happened again right before recording we got breaking news the queen of rock and roll tina turner has passed away at the age of 83 oh yeah i didn't want to tell you because i just wanted to start recording but yeah it just it just happened it just happened so rest in peace to i really wish i would have known that before we had started recording you told me to not tell you yeah i know but Looking back, I wish I had known before, just you, because I personally would have preferred Proud Mary. Oh, we can close up. We can close out with Proud Mary. Absolutely. All right, cool. That'd be, that'd be nice. Absolutely. That'd be really nice. Absolutely. You know, I, you looked at me like you didn't know what the song was. As a tribute, Spotify, don't take us down, please. Yeah, thanks. That's a tribute. <laughs> I'm sure they'll listen to this whole thing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Yeah. I'm doing well. Yeah. Not too bad. Same old shit, different day. I, I but I'm good. I hear you. I was in your neck of the woods earlier today. and uh, Yeah, I don't like you spending too much time around my Well, place. get used to it because um, I you know, happen to find someone online who just happens to live in a block away from you in Queens. <laughs> no. It's a block away from where I used to live. I mean, okay. okay. So it's it's yeah, like, right. it's a, it's it's around this large corner. <laughs> it's, it's in a small radius, yes. Yes. It's at least a mile radius. Yes. Yeah. The fire department. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, other than where the exit is to the, I mean, the entrance is to the parkway there, you're right there. The diner's right there. <laughs> so it's literally. I am the next exit. I'm right to you <laughs> in proximity. Yeah. So this is going to be weird. Yeah. I have a chiropractor. Yeah. I have a. 
new girlfriend, shout out to me, and uh, you, right around the corner. So, oh, I'm glad that your chiropractor comes before me. She- <laughs> your girlfriend, I expect. Yeah, I there get you, that. Yeah, there you go. I got to get crack Well, for- your fucking chiropractor, man. I thought I brought more joy into your life. I mean, I did it. It's, it's an order of. Oh wait, wait. it's Are you an order. Chiropractor, or like chiropractor. No, like no, like like really lay on this, and then let me turn your neck to a way that doesn't naturally go, and just hear this xylophone of of your your spine just go down. You talking like like a back crack? You talking like? I'm- <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, I've never heard of a chiropractor that does that. No, they're not called chiropractors. They're called masseuses. masseuses. That's why I had to no, it's a chiropractor. No, it's, or a chiropractor. It's, like, no it's, like, it's a chiropractor oh, that okay. that puts you on that 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 table that will you know bend up, and then he just takes my spine and goes. <laughs> the least level of doctor. You say <laughs> probably a but, practicing doctor. I want to point that out. Sure, but at the same time, man, that I felt like a I haven't been adjusted in forever, and that felt good. Works wonders. You get the electric uh, stimulant on your back. Uh, that's next week. Oh, buddy! That's next week. I get the I get the the hot towel, and then I get the stimulants, and then I get the crackalack. That's yeah. like that's like what's his name? It's like a uh, Zeus in um in uh, with uh, Hulk Hogan. You take the his head and just go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was realistic. Yeah, absolutely. That was his. Finish. So, what was more realistic? His finishing Zeus move. doing that, or like them in a movie saying, "Oh, you can easily crack a dude's neck just by doing this." <laughs> He, he I don't know what was more. He did that in a wrestling ring for a pay-per-view, SummerSlam. He he took Hogan's head and just... Poof. <laughs> and somehow that was more realistic than what they portrayed in the movies. This is very true. Very true. <laughs> Freaking Hogan's Hogan's movie career between that, the, you know, the what was it, the nanny? Um, oh, the nanny. What a good one. And uh, What a classic. When he was the alien with uh, Christopher Lloyd. I forgot the name of that movie. Um, Back to the Future Part 2? That is not. Even close. Um, <laughs> list of Hulk Hogan movies, all at five percent Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see here. Speaking um, of movies, this is not a spoiler, but sure. I just saw this clip recently, and you would enjoy this because well, one actually both of the movies you would enjoy. Okay, uh, someone is comparing Fast Ten, specifically Fast Ten, to a combination of both uh, The Dark Knight and Avengers: <laughs> Infinity War. Okay. In its level of ridiculousness or level of how good it is? No, like the character portrayal and the all all over all around movie arc. Infinity War and what was the other movie? The Dark Knight. Dark Knight. So you've named my favorite movie. So picture the Joker, mm-hmm. but in Infinity War. Got it. Okay. The Joker and Batman, but in Infinity War. Did you see it? You saw it. Oh yeah, I saw it. Yeah, how was it? It was it was the Dark Knight meets Infinity War. <laughs> it was okay, I, it was fucking, it, and it was fucking amazing. Okay, okay, good. I'm glad it was good because I I wanted to bring this up. By the way, um, really quick, Hogan was No Holds Barred was the movie we were talking about with Zeus, and then Suburban Commando was the uh, the other movie with him and Christopher Lloyd. Him and his, as his I can alien. confidently say I don't think front to back a full movie. I don't think I've seen one Hulk Hogan movie. You you didn't see Rocky three. Nope, sorry. No, take that all back. Take that all back. All of it. Take it all back. How about Gremlins two? No. You know, okay. <laughs> that was actually a good one. On, <laughs> that was a good one. I've seen bits and pieces of the nanny. That was about the the closest you were ever going to get from me. <laughs> the same, honestly, the same with the Princess Bride. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Uh, just the worst. Such a good movie. 
Um, I'm I'm really weird when it comes to old movies because I've seen bits and pieces of that, but I've seen all of like Blazing Saddles, The Goonies, and The Adventures of Pluto Nash. What a range of from that's good, a movie, good to awful movies. You just you that, just whoa whoa whoa! I will not take this slander. Oh, excuse me. I will not take this slander towards the adventures of Pluto Nash. <laughs> what an awful movie. Uh, okay. Miss, by it the was way, one of Eddie Murphy and Jay Moore's worst, worst movies of all time. Movies. It, it, no, it, no, 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 no. It, no, it is. It has been declared financially one of the worst movies of Luis all time. Luis Guzman. Come on. I know. Him he, in that movie was National amazing. treasure. National treasure. What, what, you don't know who I am? Because you're stupid. Financially one of the worst movies ever. Uh, Mr. Nanny, by the way, was the name of that movie, no, too. We're just, on, I'm just correcting stuff here. So there's that. And then I want to tell you're you also. You're telling me. Time out. Time out. Sure. Time out. We're going to. You're telling we're going me back to the adventures Fast of Pluto Furious. Nash. We're going back to Fast and Furious in a second. Go ahead. That's fine. Yes. I'm always glad to go back to the Fast and Furious. <laughs> sure. You're telling me that the adventures of Pluto Nash did worse than the movie The Stone Age? I don't believe you. I don't know what that One is. One bit. You want to see a really bad, hilarious movie from I, the 90s? I, I'm talking about. Okay. Go ahead. It was. It was bad. The Stone Age. Who, who was in it? Absolutely nobody. Okay. But it was a fucking ridiculous. Go take one of your nice little joint skis. Mm-hmm. Go sit on your couch. Sure, sure. Pet your cat for a little bit. Give <laughs> yourself an hour and a half. Okay. And just fucking watch that movie and laugh at the ridiculousness of how fucking stupid it is. Stone it's Age. Great. The Stone Age. I believe it's 93. Three ninety five. You, you name two two years that it's not uh, ninety four, right in the middle. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah, there is nobody I recognize in this entire entire cast. Absolutely not. Taylor Neg- Negron, I do. Um, he's a I don't even know who that is. Character. I couldn't even tell you who it was in the movie, yeah. but I seen it once and I was blasted out of my mind. <laughs> I guess you have to be for that that title. Uh, so let's go back really quick to. Uh, 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 Fast and Furious. Fast and yes. Furious. What yes. do you want to know? So the nothing that I want to know. But the funny thing was is that uh, Michelle Rodriguez was interviewed on the red carpet. Yeah, Letty, and she was complaining about the amount of superhero movies, MCU, DC, whatever movies that are out there now. Mm-hmm. Mind you, she's now in the tenth Fast and Furious movie. Yes. One of them, please, with the perspective twelve coming soon. <laughs> They're just going to skip 11 and just go right to 12? No, no, no. I'm just saying they're, <laughs> they're going to get to 11 and then 12. Which, mind you, also, one of them was a car was in space. Is that correct? So a car was in space and hold on and hold on. And Vin Diesel now has superpowers. So let me let me make sure that I got this Vin Diesel right. does not have superpowers. Okay. Okay. The Rock, didn't he catch a car or, or that woman in like midair? Yeah, he caught Letty in midair <laughs> and then landed on top of a car. Okay. There's nothing unrealistic about that. Michelle. <laughs> Michelle and Joseph Black. <laughs> Let's bring everybody back to reality. The fact that you bitch and moan about, about the MCU movies, there's too many superhero movies, and we're talking about the 10th hey, Fast and Furious. me into bitching about MCU movies. I love them. I'm Okay. I'm just saying. Let's be realistic. You also, by the way, this, this series started realistically with car races. Has it ever, from Fast and Furious 3 yeah. or 4, has it gone back to car racing for pink slips at all, or is it now just... Uh, uh, international intrigue and, and heists going on. No, now it's hobby. It Listen, what people are forgetting is that it was always a hobby for them. It's not a means to an end. Okay. okay? The means to the end was thieving at first. Okay. And then they got caught, and then it turned into, oh, we got to help out because we just got caught, so now we want to get a lesser sentence. Then they got busted out of prison. Okay. Dom, sorry, Dom got busted out of prison on a transport. Mm. Then it goes into, oh, we're, we caught Dom. Now we got to use them for our advantage. 
and then it goes into all the other shit. I've been reading recently. Actually, I didn't read it. My buddy told me this. Shout out, Alex. He goes, so you're telling me that the Fast and the Furious franchise is just all a pre It's all an origin story of Triple X. And I go, actually, no, it's the opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite. Triple X. Triple X is actually an origin story of got it. the Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. You got, he had to catch a fucking spy. <laughs> Brian Earl Spilner, otherwise known as Brian O'Connor, mm-hmm. had to catch a spy. Of, known as Xander Cage. <laughs> Welcome to the Xander Zone. Wow, it all fits together, huh? Yeah. It all fits together. But listen, um, I can go through an entire movie arc, mm-hmm. and if I'm being completely honest, if you don't watch, if you're the type of person who, you might not do this every time, but maybe once in a while, you might want to read the last page of a book just to see what happens. And then go back and see how it happens up until that point. That's a weird way to do it, for sure. Go watch 10. If you've never seen a Fast and Furious movie, mm-hmm. watch 10 first. <laughs> okay. Okay? Now, that- because it will go through all the periods and piece perfectly together the arc of this entire story. From one time. It went from thieves to being prisoners and then working with the government. And then on the run from the government. I'm sorry, thieves, thieves, prisoners, thieves. Then working with the government. And how is my future ex-wife Brie Larson in this movie? Uh, uh, she was brought in this movie. Okay. Um, last movie. <laughs> did you see? Oh, I think she might work for the company. Got it. You know the company? I I, I know of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't company. see the last movie. I didn't see nine. I saw seven. And but eight. you've seen one through eight? I think I've missed like five, like five or six, but I, I got the gist. And then I saw seven and eight. You missed five? Okay. <laughs> uh, five is arguably one of the best ones that there is because that's where it takes it up from, oh, we are no longer just racing people. We are using these cars for, as, as the legendary Ludacris put it, so eloquently mm-hmm. vehicular warfare so is that why i just completely missed out on like why, where the hell this this entire franchise took a turn it was five if you missed five and went straight from four to six you 100 percent missed the ball on everything I, I missed i went from four to seven i went seven and eight i missed nine. Oh, you missed on everything oh lord okay because everybody widely regarded four as one of the worst ones oh to me one of the most underrated ones Mm-hmm. But that's a story for a different day. You do like bad things. I, I've noticed that. That's not true. That's Name true. one bad thing that I like. Um, uh, Pluto Nash. I swear to Christ, if you say <laughs> Pluto Nash, the- <laughs> it, it, I'm not it wrong. It's not a bad movie. It's horrible. It's not. It's horrible, and the 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 uh, ticket sales never leave home without an undershirt, boss. Come on, terrible. It's got robots. He's on the moon. He's on the moon. Terrible. I watched that as a kid, and there was nothing I wanted more than the car that Pluto Nash stole from that parking garage. I know nobody's going to get that reference, but maybe there's one person out there who does get that reference, mm-hmm. and they're going to think to themselves, fuck yeah, me too. That's always what I wanted. John Cleese came up, and he was like a, a, a holographic Hologram. Hologram. Um, GPS, not yep. GPS, concierge thing. Mm-hmm. You get it. I do. You get Damn, it. Dude. <laughs> you get it was it. great. Speaking of that toaster crack. 
I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to go through at some point Fast and Furious and the, the entire thing. But um, just let me know if you want to watch it in chronological order or by. Um, if you're recommending, I go from ten to one through nine. Is that the deal? No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying you got to go. Uh, uh, one, two, four, five. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Write it down. Six, for me. three, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh my god. Wow, that's that's deeper than I thought we were gonna, we were gonna go. Yeah, right, write, write it down for me. I can't because three happens in the middle of six and seven or seven and eight, oh, something geez. like that. Yeah, that's one of those. I might just pass on the whole thing. Nah, dude, get into it, man. Come on, come to the dark side. <laughs> as soon as I heard they went into space, I was like, all right, I'm out. They went to space. Anyway, um, I've been on a speaking of things that uh, you should probably watch on TV. <laughs> I, I've been on a uh, Dark Side of the Ring kick since its its debut of season four will be this Tuesday. Um, I, I got to say a couple of things. So uh, I'm I mean, very excited for this season. I know we, we talked about the episodes, but I will go through every single one all over again. Um, it's uh, season premiere uh, May 30th with Chris and Tammy, Chris Candido and uh, and Sonny. Um, Tammy Lynn Stitch. There you go. And that whole, I had no idea they were a thing back in the they day. They were a thing back, back in the day. And so was she and uh, and Bret Hart. If you watch any of the uh, Dark Side of the Ring, um, Montreal Screwjob, which I watched that again. Uh, they go into the whole Sunny Days thing with you know, uh, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, that whole fiasco. Uh, Magnum TA story, um, Breaking the Cycle, the Graham Dynasty. I don't know if that's Billy Graham. Um which would be timely. That would be crazy. Which would be timely because you know, rest in peace to, to Billy Graham just passed away this past week. And um, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but breaking the cycle, the Graham story is a great title for him because of obvious, very clearly obvious steroid use. Clearly obvious. Uh, what happened to Doink the Clown? <laughs> very good question. Uh, junkyard Dog. Which one? Exactly. Um, the Junkyard Dog. Interested in that one. The Tragic Fall of Adrian Adonis. That one's please watch that one because that one's very intriguing bash at the beach 2000 uh abdullah the butcher who was just in the one last ring uh dark side of the ring i just watched which was um uh bruiser brody good lord bruiser brody yeah oh my god like you getting murdered in your locker room you're getting stabbed twice in your locker room and then rushed to the the er uh puerto rican police coming in and basically thinking the whole thing's a work um, because back in the day, everything was a work there because it, it was just bloody and, and better not work yourself into a shoot, brother. <laughs> that, that whole, that whole episode was absolutely crazy. Uh, Adrian Adonis, Bash of the Beach, Abdullah the Butcher, Bam Bam Bigelow, the Beast from the East. And then the season finale, of course, has to cap the whole thing off. The world according to Marty Jannetty. Man, what a, what a, what a lineup of, of shows. I, so there t- I was with my hot Jamaican girl. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I wanted to start out. Just banging the shit out of her. Uh, Yeah, yeah. This is going to be absolutely insane. I want. Can I be honest with you? This is what I want from that episode. Sure. I don't want any behind the scenes stuff. I don't want any footage of anything. I just want Marty Jannetty in front of a camera reading his Facebook posts. (laughs) That's all I want. That would be amazing if you can get. If he's doing like a signing at like uh, at what's the place in, in Queens there. The wrestling universe. The wrestling universe. Yeah, if yeah. he's doing a, shot, uh, a signing there, and you just bring him a sheet, just print out the sheet of all his posts and have him sign, and you pay him extra to do that, and you film it, and then have him sign that sheet. 
just made your day. Thank you. You're welcome. Made my day. Made, made, made fucking money for my grandchildren. There you go. Put that shit on eBay. <laughs> Sell that shit. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. So I was watching Dark Side of the Ring. The whole Bruiser Brody episode is absolutely insane. Um, and then speaking, just going into more documentaries, uh, a totally off topic uh, situation here. Have you ever heard of Hillsong? Hillsong? Yes. The church Hillsong. There's a church named Hillsong? There's a church named Hillsong originated in Australia. And oy, oy, oy. It, yes, and then it uh, it was brought over here to America in New York. They started off their services in Irving Plaza, uh, the, the concert venue. How many years this? Just so I have a rough estimate. Twenty ten. Oh my God! This, I was thinking seventeen, eighteen something. No, the, the church started in the eighties. It was brought to oh, New right. York. Australia was still a prison back then. Sorry. Go it was on. brought to New York in the, in twenty ten, and this guy Carl Letts led as a pastor. And he was very charismatic. He had like Justin Bieber as a as a, a member. He had all these other celebrities. And then come to find oh out. Oh, my God. I've seen that picture of him there before. It's this guy with glasses. And uh, come to find out he it was uh, uh, committed infidelity with his wife. And then they weren't paying their members that were working for the church. It was all basically like slave labor. And then they, the women were held back. And then the guy who was the, the, the head pastor in charge in Australia was also doing tax evasion. This whole thing, I'm like in episode two of that. I just wanted to point that out. That's absolutely insane. If you get a chance, it was on FX. Um, it's uh, Hillsong, and it just goes. It's it's a four part, like an hour each. Highly recommend. Very intriguing. It's like the opposite it, of Jonestown. Uh, it's like he t- came to America and created a cult, yeah. as opposed to that guy going someplace else and creating. It's a like cult. it's like Tiger King, but for the religious uh, sect. Anyway, so there's that. Dark Side of the Ring, Hillsong. Highly recommend. Um, Things back. I've been watching NCIS Hawaii. Oh, there it is. And I've just been wanting to plan a vacation, but I'm not going to be able to. Do you want to solve crimes over there? No, but I mean, listen, I was a big fan of Hawaii Five O back in the day. The reboot, not the original, unfortunately. Ah. Too young for that. Sorry. Weak. Uh, Hey, but the reboot had James. uh, Not James Con. Damn it, Scott Con. James Con's son. (laughs) The wrong con. Rest in peace. The wrong con. Rest in peace, Scott. Uh, the Jewish cons, not the Middle Eastern cons. Right. Not Scott. Not rest in peace, Scott. Uh, James. Jesus. <laughs> I just killed off Scott. Um, oh, Lord. So back to wrestling. Um, outside the race stuff first, I have a report that, dumb, guess what? Under Triple H's watch, it will be the first time that we are expecting WWE releases. Ufa. Um, so it looks like uh, well, he's Nick, had to release people from NXT before. Uh, well, as far as him being in creative control of of the main brand, he was in creative control of NXT. Okay, you think Vince McMahon was was brand. going to was? You think Vince McMahon was going to Juice main, Robinson and NXT? Going, hey, listen, main yeah. brand, the main main brand. They were a main brand back then. They, <laughs> uh, Nick Khan recently gave some insight that. Uh, uh, rough estimate with noting that the with aggressive cuts and thinking about 50 million as a conservative number in cuts. Um, and it, look, it looks like in recent days that the rumors have been going around that the cuts will be happening in July. Yeah, that's normally when they happen. It's part of their annual review. The account explains what? Money in the bank? Uh, I want to say yes. Yeah. Which is taking place. In London, London, isn't it? England. Uh, 
Taking it to London, isn't it? Uh, isn't it? <laughs> London's getting the uh, the good pay per views over there. Huh? I know. Uh, July in all in July first. July first will be money in the bank. Yeah. Yep. So it'll happen like right after that. Oofa. All right. So there's that. Um, cuts. 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 Uh, and then it goes on to say, also, I don't know names at all as far as uh, people are being cut, but I know, I know a source that has said to expect a minor batch of releases prior to July first. Coincidentally, I think that's just business. Hopefully, I'm wrong on that one, but I would expect prior to, expect prior to the second half of this year a few cuts, just because of the circumstances that the company finds themselves in right now. They're always in some sort of circumstance, even though they just made a cool, you know, several bill off the Endeavor merger. So I'm not sure what what situation that might be. Uh, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> Lord Jesus. More WWE. Well, they didn't make the money. Vince made the money. Yeah, that seems fair. Um, it is. It was his investment. Right. Okay. And I'm then, all about small business owners making it big. Small business, yeah. And then him not reinvesting he, into... It was a small business back in the day. He, he, but him not reinvesting in the in the talent that has given him that money? That is making that money? Yeah, right. yeah, we see now probably. So, uh, <laughs> what are you gonna do, fucking Vince? Uh, speaking more of WWE, WWE, WWD, open to adding. Get ready, more wrestling. A third hour of SmackDown. Holy fuck! Nope. <laughs> I can't do it anymore, dude. No, I can't do that either. <laughs> I can't. And now we're going into. We're, I mean, not that we were watching really Rampage, but we're going into uh, into the eleven o'clock hour on a Friday night. No, dude. That's that quite possibly might be one of the uh, on a Monday night. I can I could see it. People are home. They're gonna put it on before they go to bed if they're a big wrestling fan and shit like that. Like I get that. Jeez. And it was their premiere show when they did it. But they can't put three hours on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Move it. You still can't even put three hours on a Thursday night. Right. You can't put three hours anywhere in the WWE schedule. Now, here's what's fucked up. I think you could hour, you could add a third hour of Dynamite. <laughs> you, you <laughs> that's could, what's messed up. You could and you should. See, that's that's the difference is that AEW only has the one show. And so to showcase everybody, they, can, they could logistically come up with a third hour. Hence why we have Collision coming up, which, by the way, uh, on a side note with outside the ring stuff, ticket sales for Collision. Not going so well. Not going well. Not going well at all. Um, that's not a good sign. Um, but uh, having a SmackDown third hour, man, jeez. Uh, Can I tell you what it is? Yeah. A third hour of wrestling is unnecessary. And if you have to take the hit of being like, oh, we want the third hour, just take the hit of, of people complaining about it. Because you're going to give them quality of matches, not quantity of matches. That. Right. Think about when Monday Night Raw first went to three hours. You say that now. Though, Everyone was clamoring for it. Everyone was like, we need you, a third hour. We need a third hour. You say and that now. Two years. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say two years. Everyone was sick of that third hour. That was in 2012, by the way. It just had, it was, if you, people think, think it was like years ago. It's it only happened you know, 11 years ago. But, no, it was fairly recently. 11 years. But. At least by 2013, 2014, people were already sick of it. And we're still sick of it because it's a yeah, lot. It's, but it was because they had too many talents on the roster. So now we're that just. That was back in the day where they just gathered everybody up. Yeah, sure. Indie talent, fucking football players, everybody. Let's do it. You play volleyball? Come on in. But now we have enough talent. There are at least enough 
television ready talent mm. because you may have enough talent all in all, but how much of them is going to be t- uh, TV ready? The same goes with AEW. You have enough talent. We all know that, but how much of them are actually TV ready? That's why the rampage is good. That's why the dark and dark elevation were good. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I that might be one of my boldest statements. A third hour of weekly television wrestling is never necessary. True. I I liked the idea, and and AEW did it well first. They were actually the model that WWE should have followed. And AEW actually went the opposite way and started following WWE. Was that it would they would stack the talent every third week? You'd have another a, a totally different group of people wrestling. It wasn't the same wrestlers every single week. So Excalibur would you know in his in his funny if you if you can time the amount of uh, amount of words he does in a thirty second spot to promote the entire card plus whatever's happening next week is it's very funny. Just him, anyway. And then the next week we have this, but tonight we have this. He looks, he looks like he should be reading at the end of a commercial, like the the side effects of Prozac, the or whatever side effects of Prozac, or like the lawyers speak that you know it's like, uh, you know, yeah. Anyway, this contract is non-binding. <laughs> there you go, or the, or a car car ad at the end. You are listed um, as an independent contractor. <laughs> AP, right? <laughs> no insurance for you. APR percent. Uh. Yeah, so they did it well. If you talk about a union. They you are fired. They they wanted to have just uh, every talent be on their own every other week, and that worked out very well. And I think that's why AEW Dynamite worked in the beginning, and then they went away from that. It was just the same. Now we have the same wrestlers every single week, which is the, you know they they come up with new stories. That's all well and good, but it'd be nice if they did what instead of having a collision, maybe we can go back to that same format, that same structure, and have. Second week have Orange Cassidy for the international title, and then the third week have Miro fight this guy, and then the fourth week have so and so, and then go back, start from the, the top and go go down again. Jericho Appreciation Society next week is going to fight this, and then they, you don't see them again for another two weeks. It, you got to make it fresh. You got to make it want people want them, and but if we see people the same people over and over again every week, it's kind of like oh there they are again. And you know it's it's fine for main eventers, but when you have the mid card guys and you see them every week, the other mid carders you don't see every week. And so they did that well, and then they kind of got rid of that whole the whole structure. AEW has a problem with trying to make their – I don't want to say their non-championship feuds, but definitely their mid-card feuds mean something to the fans. Right. People are only invested in the re, like the, the main event storylines, the, the, the bloodline, the Blackpool Combat Club and, and, and the Elite. Like that, We're invested in that. That's fine. But we, we at some point we were invested also in the mid carters, and that kind of at I, some point we were. That's but, that, I feel like they just went away. Well, that was a honeymoon phase. But why did they go away from that though? Why did they stop doing I that? I don't think they went away from anything. I think they don't the do that anymore. But they don't do that anymore. They don't do the the round robin of talent every other week. It's the same people oh, they every don't week. Do that. I'm talking about that. I'm just saying that they could have to to if you're going to be collecting, you know stones like Thanos and just having every single wrestling talent from New Japan, from here, from there, Ring of Honor now. You know, it's great that you have Ring of Honor, but we said last week it's now this novelty, the side piece that's that's there. But you could still have this I, don't know if I keep saying it, this like, you know, 
revolving door of talent go every other week, every two weeks, and you'd still it would still be fresh. It'd still feel like it's tune in television because my wrestler is not fighting for another two weeks. So until then, I'm going to watch what I have here. But then my favorite is going to be you know next week. And so I got to I got to tune in. But what do I know? Uh, speaking of third hours, Raw and on the other show uh, are pondering whether to take that third hour and go more adult. No. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> Why it didn't work last time with the underground? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you had the raw underground and that fucking Omos and Davicato were goddamn bodyguards. That was. I mean, listen, it worked out for them, but did it? No, <laughs> did it though? Where, where is? I mean, yeah, where's Dabo? They, they're names now. Where's Dabo? Nobody, no, nobody knew who they were. Now, now, if you say now, you don't know at where at least Omos worked out for Omos. Okay, I was gonna say you don't even know where Dabo Kato is now. <laughs> <laughs> like I he's, do. He's on NXT, but I mean, I'm okay. more. He's barely on I'm NXT more too. Wrestling geek than anybody, but he's barely on NXT too. True. Uh, oh no, Dabakato was fucking what? What? Oh, Commander Aziz. Come on. Okay, great. Uh, so no, no, the underground raw underground was not an adult thing. It was just a different kind of feel that they wanted to make it feel more raw, and that was you know the stupidest thing that one one of their top five worst gimmicks of all time. Hmm. I mean, that's that's not an exaggeration. That's 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 fact. So the idea of going more adult, um, uh, Triple H years ago had said to you know Steve Austin on his podcast that it was just very difficult to book a, th- a third hour. Uh, this this goes back to what we were talking about with with SmackDown. In 2012, a Monday Night Raw uh, started the third hour, and that was mainly just because of uh, USA Network wanted that third hour. Um. And then uh, over the years, they've been trying various things to boost the third hour, including an edgier product and Raw Underground, as we mentioned, all just awful. Um, while speaking with the J.P. Morgan Global TMT teleconference on Tuesday, it's a lot of words, WWE CEO Nick Khan noted that they don't expect Raw to go away from the thir- three-hour format, but are in discussions about what to do with it, including have se- having some more adult content from the 10 to 11 p.m. hour. No. What, that, what that entails, they, they, they didn't mention yet. But yeah, that's what they're thinking about. It sucks because I know that I can sit here and say for the, until I'm fucking blue in the face that Raw should get rid of that third hour. But they will never get rid of the third hour because, listen, it's too much revenue. as much as there are three things in this world that the McMahon-Helmsley household loves the most. Okay. Bodybuilding pro wrestling and money and not in that order money takes over everything and they're getting advertising money for an extra hour right so they're just going to drag on whatever they have to and i am sick of it (laughs) joe has spoken (laughs) the reaper has spoken fucking sick of it he's done with it um your favorite wrestler goldberg had recently had an accident whoa nobody said it was my favorite wrestler that's that's what i heard uh, he was uh, on his farm. He had an accident on his farm. Suffered a, a bloody head wound. Um, who's about to go fight a goat, and then he just had to fucking headbutt the nearest thing next to him. It was, turns out it was a tractor. He was gonna spear something. He speared a tractor. Uh, by the way, Tony Khan has said publicly he's keeping an eye on Goldberg to possibly bring him in. Good lord. Uh, Goldberg shared photos of himself on Instagram of himself bleeding. Um, TMZ Sports reached out to Goldberg reps. Uh, who told the media outlet that he was uh, 
split from his split up while on a, con, a tractor. Excuse me, split up while on a tractor on his farm in Texas. Uh, his head hit it, causing the wound. Uh, the accident wasn't serious, but just a flesh wound, and used super glue to seal it up. That's an athlete right there. That is an athlete. That's an athlete. That's an athlete if I've ever heard one. Damn, the super glue trick. Have you seen this photo? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> well, you're going to see it anyway. I'm going to share my screen with you, and there it is. There he is. Oh, lovely, lovely. It's just coming from the top of his head and it's in his eye and blah, blah, blah. So did it hit two different spots? It looks like it uh, It just hit on the top of his head because you can see like a huge bump. is not on the top of his head and just started trickling down to, into his eye. Uh, so, yeah. The pattern of that blood does not suggest. Wow, I have. All right, moving on. I've watched way too much fucking crime. We've, yeah, you you on your CSI, by the way. Yeah, let's move on. And we've talked way too much. We've talked way too much about Goldberg. Uh, that was me genuinely trying to convey something, and, then and immediately did. I heard in myself all of the stuff I've been watching for the past four weeks, and I was like, "Yeah, no, we're, yeah, we're this we're is wrestling. We got to move on." Yeah, it's just wrestling. <laughs> moving on. Um, back to WWE. Uh, your SmackDown and uh, Raw champion Roman Reigns. Um, Come on, acknowledge him with a little respect. Okay? <laughs> it's it's the too WWE Universal it's too Champion of the World, the okay. undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion of the World. He's got two belts. One of them's from uh, Raw, and one's from SmackDown. And yet now we have another, a new belt. Um, well, they're no, because one of the belts is on Raw. It just hasn't been won yet. And it won't be one because we have a new belt yeah, on Raw. Well. I'm talking about I'm talking about Roman's belt. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Neither of those belts are from Raw anymore. A fucking brand split. Do you not know what that means? Fucking World Wrestling Entertainment uh, brand split is uh, stupid. Uh, so Roman Reigns, by the way, and, and and this we were talking about about this before we started recording. His thousand days right now, as we speak, March, March. Wow, May. We're already in May. May twenty fourth of twenty twenty three. We're almost in June. We're, thank you very much. In May 24th of 2023, 900, as of today, 997 days, which means that 1,000-day mark, coincidentally, will happen at Night of in Champions. In the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Of course. Let's go to Saudi Arabia and celebrate that over there overseas. I'm going to get paid a couple million dollars to celebrate over there. 1,000 days in Saudi is what we're looking at. Coincidence? Conspiracy boy? No. Okay, good. Uh, no. <laughs> Listen, this is one thing where I will put my NCIS knowledge sure. to, to the test. I want you to tell me exactly um, what you said off off the air. Go ahead. Okay, I will. But I'll tell you this first. Because <laughs> I'm sure they're listening to the, the, those Saudis, those crazy Saudis. Rule number 39, no such thing as a coincidence. Number 39. Let me go through the other 30. Ever. There's a sure. bunch of them. There's 92 of them. We'll get through all of them eventually. Oh, sure. Now, now you say this in episode 177. You tell me about all these conspiracy theories yeah dude i went through 458 episodes of ncis and only until 457 did i know that there was a 92nd one have you written these down basically the 92nd one says don't listen to all the other bullshit did you write these down in your manifesto (laughs) nope (laughs) manifesto my car marks you know you have one um you know you have what were we talking about conspiracy theories and why this one uh, is ending or or the thousand days just Uh, happens to be this saturday when do they normally run um, Saudi Arabia. When do they normally run the shows in Jeddah, Riyadh, whatever it is? If it's not in like November or so. Other days besides Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Right. 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 So, right. What Chris is forcing me to say on air, do it, 
is do we know that it kind of doesn't make sense why the WWE is running on Memorial Day when they have very rarely over the over the recent years run a show on Memorial Day weekend. Hmm. They normally go a couple weeks after, a couple weeks before, right? What have you, right? Also, kind of weird that they just so happen to decide to take the show on Memorial Day into quite possibly one of the least patriotic places in the world. Mm-hmm. China, Russia, Middle East. I believe it goes in that order. Okay. I would have said Russia. Right. Russia. Well, at least we can agree on that. I would say Russia, China, but yeah, that's fine. Russia, China, 1-1-A. One, one yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is not where I wanted this conversation to go about. <laughs> well, you asked. Okay? Unpatriotic places. Myself. Sure, go ahead. Um. So yeah, uh, definitely one of the top three least least patriotic places in the world. Correct. And why would they do that strictly off of, oh, look at that. This is just when it happened to freaking coincide. No, they knew they were going to run something on Memorial Day. And then it definitely came out that like, oh, hey, you should come to Saudi Arabia. We'll pay for that. Then they probably paid for him. Mm. And then one, two, three, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> I always love that. Term. Yeah, this is just be all kinds of fun. Thousand days and and how we well we'll talk about night of champions on such a historic mark. Mm-hmm. You're saying that it randomly just so happened to fall on the exact date that he hits one thousand days. I'm not saying that in the first title uh, win that he had did they go oh Saudi Arabia right so three Saudi years- Arabia June Saudi Arabia May 2023 three you know, three years ago thousand days then three years ago right this is was this was not a thing got it you're saying no a year I'm ago. saying a year ago they took they found an opportunity and took it got it okay probably maybe around six oh, let's see. yeah about a year ago because I'm assuming that's when all the stuff for WrestleMania started to go into play so on day 1000 cody at wrestlemania i should say day 1000 officially the bloodline will collapse i said i would save this for later because i don't know you know what let's talk about it right now forget it let's let's talk about night of champions in the card we'll get to that that match uh said it last week we just go through the, the finalized card here i think we have one two three seven matches one two three four five six that's not how you count seven one nine, two three seven one two three seven that's how i count that's how I, that's how i count uh fast and furious movies too um, <laughs> full circle, full circle. You're very welcome. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, it was a good family joke. Thank you. <laughs> family. Seth Rollins and uh, how many times did he say that? By the way, did, did you take a shot? Didn't he say it like 37 times in the movie or something like that? No, no, no. no I don't know. I just want to point something about this. Sure. I saw another video on Instagram that was talking about uh, a, sh- a show and tell between Harry Potter and Dom Toretto. Right. Okay. So Harry Potter's like, look, I got this cloak. And it was a scene from Harry Potter where he puts on the cloak for the first time in okay. the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. And then it cuts to Dom and it's like, Dom, what do you have? And he goes, I got family. <laughs> then it just cuts to Harry Potter like, uh, <laughs> he don't. Well, I don't. <laughs> depressing. <laughs> uh, depressing. All right. Night of Champions. The match uh, card here. I have Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the World Heavyweight Championship. You're saying that uh, Seth will win? I think you went the opposite, no? 
I, uh, bro, I don't know. Think very carefully. I just don't know. Okay. I'm saying that all signs point to Seth. But also the fact that all signs point to Seth also tells me that it could be AJ. Because of WrestleMania. That has a factor in it, yes. Got it. Even though AJ's on SmackDown and Rollins is on Raw. And it's a Raw Yeah, you can trade. This is true. Yeah, it's going to be Rollins, but I'm just, okay. I'm just saying. I got you. I got you. We were on a podcast. We're trying to stretch for an hour. Brock. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Sometimes we stretch for three. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Brock. With a uh, broken arm and all, apparently. Brock. That was a nice segment that the end of Raw with uh, Cody and Triple H. I, I I enjoyed the thinking about AEW and the, the throne getting smashed by Cody and, and the two of them going face to face. And I feel like, I, honestly, I feel like Triple H is going to have some sort of thing with Cody, maybe a heel turn and maybe do like a McMahon style thing with uh, Austin, Cody Rose and Triple H kind of thing. Um, Could be. Just because of handshakes going on with Triple H and Paul Heyman. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens against the aforementioned Roman Reigns and, and Solo Sokoa for the uh, tag team championships of the world. I forgot to ask you. We made a bet last week, didn't we? We did. Ten bucks. For what? Shit. <laughs> uh, you're going to make me listen. Because I remember me. making the bet. Make me listen to my own damn show. Uh, you said, didn't you say Roman Reigns was going to win? You said they were going to get the belts. Was that it? Oh, it was a disqualification. Okay. Right. So anything yeah, yeah, but yeah. a DQ. Anything anything but a DQ. Which it won't be, be a DQ. clean victory. Yes, it won't be a DQ. It'll be Usos interfering. It'll be the end of the bloodline, and Sammy and, and Kevin Owens get the whole thing. And then I will get my 10 bucks at our next Dynamite uh, taping. I don't know. Or Collision. You never know. Oh, okay. Sure. I don't know, dude. It's It seems... Too weird that Sammy and KO would say, I dedicate this to Jimmy and Jay. <laughs> Seemed weird to me. Something's uh, watch, just watch SmackDown. Something's going to go down at SmackDown. And, well, uh, something did already go down because it was taped. All right. So when we watch it, yeah, when we watch it taped <laughs> on Friday, which will lead to uh, Saturday's uh, Night of Champions, we, we shall see. Uh, I'm taking Saturday's Saturday. Night of Champions at 1 p.m. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> WWE Afternoon of Champions. <laughs> See, here's the thing. We are now feeling what the rest of the world feels. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it either. That's why America is the greatest country on the planet. This you're goddamn fucking right it is. Damn, you know how to rob me up. I got you. Uh <laughs> Gunter. Speaking of riled up, Gunter against Mustafa Ali. I know Mustafa you love. Um is this going to be a complete? Speaking game? of America, let's go to the two least American people. No, I'm kidding. Ali, out of all of them, is more way more American than, than Gunther. Uh, I wouldn't say me, but maybe you. I don't know. No, I'm not the sure. He was uh, a cop in Chicago. Okay. All right. I mean, that's pretty American to me. That's very American. Yeah. Right. That's like being a cop in Kabul. Are you comparing <laughs> Chicago to Kabul? Jeez. No, 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 no. Kandahar, maybe. Good Lord. Adele Alam, by the way. Yeah, but he's from, he's from Chicago. I don't think, like, I think he was born in Chicago. He was, he was uh, born in Bolingbrook, Illinois. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Chicago. 
build from Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> exactly, yeah, Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Just because he's got a weird name doesn't mean he's not from America. I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. That you're, you're talking to the person the, the least. What's the word I'm looking for? It's by the way, Bolingbroke is yeah. It's it's pretty close to Chicago. I'm just looking at the map. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, dude. All of Illinois is Chicago. Okay. <laughs> Except for Springfield. Springfield is the capital. There you go. Everything else is Everything Chicago. Everything else is Chicago. South, north, east. Except, no, except for Rosemont. Rosemont. <laughs> Rosemont Horizon. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. So, yeah, Reigns, 1,000 days, Night of Champions. That's what I was on. Um, he, he's also not going to lose on 1,000 days. Well, he won't get pinned. I'm sure Solo will get pinned. He's going to lose. Solo's dude. been undefeated for a thousand days. He's going to lose. That's not true. They they are going to lose, and it's be the end of the bloodline. This is this is the end. We have taken the storyline, which you can rank in top three to five best storylines that WWE has ever come up with, and that's mistake. Some of it by mistake in the whole Sami Zayn aspect of things. This this amazing storyline they've managed to also stretch out and continue to be intrigued by will now end this Saturday. That's my prediction. I'm sure it'll it'll continue on because the, the Usos will fight Reigns at some point. But as far as bloodline goes, it officially ends. I think the bigger stab for them for the Usos to possibly turn on Roman would be to see Roman with the titles. <laughs> I think that would be great. I think it still builds after that, and it makes the turn even more significant. I, I, I like that. You can that. have the two of them, the four of them, go at it, then have Solo leave, and it goes. I only got family, bro. I am family. Family. I made you. He'd say some shit like that. Family. Family. Uh, so Mustafa is getting completely buried. Is that the deal? Or is he going to put like get some shots in and then just get completely? No, chopped, he'll get some shots in. Shot I mean, to death. You know, Turn turn up the volume for that match because those chops are going to be freaking loud <sighs> on that small little frame of his <laughs> slapper, smacker. Uh, one match that I have absolutely no interest in because the build up to it has been absolutely awful. Um, has been Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. I don't care. I, I just don't. And I think it's not Rhea Ripley. It's Natalia, <laughs> and I'm sorry. It's just she can be the goat. She can just be you know an amazing wrestler. She is a forever mid Carter, and it's a shame. Because she has such lineage in her family, but facts are facts, and that's what she will be. I'm sure she'll I, she will definitely go in the Hall of Fame for just tenure. Really, nothing as far as any accolades or, or accomplishments that she's done, other than you know having all you know whatever championship she has won. But as a main event wrestler, not so much. Uh, so now that we know that this storyline leads to nowhere, pretty much, like nowhere, they yes. don't know who is gonna like who's a viable contender for Rhea. Right. Do you think it would have been more compelling to the audience to have Zelina win in Puerto Rico? Just to have her to lose it. Oh, 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 oh. no. Ah, no, because Never you, mind. You, you, um, you lose. You, no, no, no. I was going to say something. I'll, I'll explain off air. Okay. That's going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> I would be so canceled if I say that. <laughs> okay. Um, Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I should stop the recording. You no, tell no, me. No, you no. tell me, and then I go back, and then we don't say anything. But I, you, no, 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 no. You tell I'll, me. I'll tell you after. Just, just remind me. Just remind I'm me. It f- was about Saudi Arabia and Zelina. Oh God. <laughs> okay. But would it have been more compelling? Tweet us at Slam, by the way. Win, 
Tweet, what tweet, happened? I was gonna say tweet us at Sons of Slam on uh, Twitter. Yeah, just to let us see know. what you think the joke is, and then I'll I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you think it would have been more compelling to have Zelina win in Puerto Rico, just to have Rhea Ripley go on this like no kind of mental binge a little bit no, and then go to Saudi Arabia to have no. Rhea beat Zelina there no 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 not at all. It would be nice for the moment. But what if they were in Saudi no. Arabia on September 11th? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> Good Lord. What if they, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> yes. That's not what I meant to say. Oh my God. What if they were, what no, if they were no, in we're not, Puerto we're, Rico? No, we're not moving on yet. We, we are, we're focused right now on that. What if that they were in Puerto Rico? Bubble of deliciousness you just dropped. On, nope, 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 nope. You, on you September lost 11th. You lost me. I'm not nope. saying 2001, you fucking idiot. I'm just saying now. I'm saying Saudi Arabia on September 11th in general. You imagine the look that would give if WWE was in Saudi Arabia of all places well, yeah. on September Saudi 11th. Saudi Arabia was the first thing on my head. That's Good why I Lord. said it. But I may be a bit <sighs> dyslexic. Wow. It may be, I have, may have a touch of dyslexia. Simply the best. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Lord. Um, What if they were in Puerto Rico on September 11th? Okay. Would you have agreed <laughs> to have Zelina win? No. And then hold it for a week or two and then lose it right to Rhea? No. Make her a three-time women's champ. No. Why can't she just be... But, well, how- listen. Roman has the time. Roman has the time fucking record. We all know that. You, you are. But at least let Rhea get close to Charlotte. We do the shit already with with the women's championships. The, the tag belts are a joke, and as you, as we've just tag seen, tag belts are a curse. They're a curse and a joke, as we just saw with Liv and uh, Raquel. Um, you can again, and I I said this on a text thread. You can have Roman Reigns not wrestle for two months, literally. Uh, and continue this this stretch air quote of this this title reign of a thousand days, but Liv Morgan is out for a week, and you got to take the belts off. Uh, I, I'll play along. Um, you would make her look immensely weak, taking that belt off for the temporary, and then having her win again at, at, with uh, Zelina in Saudi Arabia. It's 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 not a good look. Rhea Ripley, this is her her year as the most dominant women women's champion in all of WWE, including uh, the Raw side, even though. At some point, when is Rhea, when are Rhea and uh, and Bianca going to switch these belts? Are they going to do that that awkward hand stupid WWE trope of handing the belts off to each other, or like they still have each other's belts? And also, and also, by the way, on uh, to add to that addendum, uh, if they do that, Rhea Ripley is technically on on uh, SmackDown, right? Yes, she's on, she's on SmackDown with the Raw belt. But if you take the belt off of her, since she's had this long reign of uh, of that title, having that for you know. Year and a half, two years. If you take it off her, does that reset the clock? It's just uh, wrestling is ridiculous. I mean, that's all I'm saying. If you take the Universal Championship off of Roman Reigns, is, does that not count as him as a, as a championship reign? Like, does it? Does the let's say obviously but it's not going to happen. Let's say Roman Reigns loses the Universal Championship on Saturday. You might. Is that 1,000 days over, even if he still holds the WWE title? Yeah. No. No, it wouldn't. Why? It would still continue. Why? Because he still has one of the belts. But that's not the belt that he won. But it was That's the, not the first belt no, that no. he won. Right, but he had the, we're, we're counting from the first belt he won, not the belt that he won from Brock Lesnar. He combined belts. Why, why are we counting it like that? But that's that's how they counted it. 
The thousand days isn't from the time they beat Brock Lesnar. The thousand days is from the time from two thousand and twenty. But it's for the undisputed. It's for the Universal Championship. I understand. Or that. are they saying now it's combined it's though for the Universal? He's been champion for a thousand days. That's from the is, first belt he won, the single belt that he won, not both belts. But my point being, will will the announcers be forced to say that he has been undisputed WWE Universal Champion for a thousand days? The undisputed part is the thing that I'm focused on here the most. Are they going to say that he's undisputed? Or are they going to say that he's a universal champion for a thousand days? And he's been holding both of them since WrestleMania. He's, I'm okay with saying that. I'm perfectly fine with saying that. But that's not true. How is that not true? That he's universal champion for a thousand days? He has he was universal. He has been universal champion for 1000 days. Yes. That he has true. been WWE champion since since, WrestleMania. He since WrestleMania. Got it. Yes, that is true. Right. Right. Yeah. My point is if they say that he has been the undisputed WWE universal champion it, for 1000 days since for 1000 days, lie. that's a lie. Lie. Okay. So we are on the same page. We're on the right? same page. Yes, I'm sorry. I got confused. Okay, good. I get easily confused. Yes. Now with the lineage of the World Heavyweight Championship, do you think they <laughs> pull it into the, the love, big gold belt. I love that you just made up yeller, as I like to call it. You just made up a word. I love it. Um, what lineage? <laughs> Fuck <laughs> the, the lineage of the belt. Uh, I, I combine the belts to make the the wing belt. That'd be great. I, that was a mixture. I just want people to know how my brain works. Lineage is the mixture of lineage and history. Got it. Oh, I like it. Yeah, lineage. Lineage. And that's the title. <laughs> the lineage of the belt. <laughs> Uh, okay, Bianca versus Asuka. You gotta, you gotta have. I mean, Asuka. Asuka, yeah, right. She's in heel now, like she's full. Listen, heel. if I was gambling on a Bianca Belair match, I am fading Bianca Belair until she wins. I don't care if it loses me money, right, right. Just for strictly purposes, I am done. You Martingale that shit. What Martingale bet that shit? You keep betting, and then if you, I lose, don't know what that means. Okay, gam- gambler speak. If you bet on something, like if I'm on a roulette table and I bet $50 on black and I lose, I'll put $100 on black for the next spin until I win. Then I get my money back. That's Martingale. Oh, Just he's like a it. hedger. Got it. Yeah, pretty much. Right. He hedges the bets. Exactly. So until you, you keep betting on Bianca and just double up until she eventually loses, this is the time to completely double up because I feel Asuka is definitely going to win this. I'm the opposite. Go on. I bet against Bianca until oh, she loses. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yes. Do that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. We're, we're on the same page for everything. I'm just very confused. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're absolutely We right. may both be a touch dyslexic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just may be a touch just tired. Uh, Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus. Oh. I think you should have Trish win this one. To continue this going on. And then at like SummerSlam, it ends up being like a Hell in the Cell or some like ultimate, like, you know, kind of I got match one for you. They, the two of them have. Yes. Here's a three way trade of storylines. Sure. You have Love it. Trish Wynn. Mm-hmm. Yes. With help from an old friend. Oh. Lita. Okay. Oh. What a twist. Go with the trope of she beats some sense into me. I'm fine with that. Sure. She also taught me on how, another angle, she also taught me how to wrestle again. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, on another angle, you have Oscar mm-hmm. 
about to lose to Bianca when a hooded person comes out of the shadows and attacks Bianca behind the ref's back, causing Asuka to win. Very, very on brand for Saudi Arabia. Go on. Yes. That hooded person <laughs> reveals herself to be Io Sky. Oh, okay. Okay. I like Dakota it. Kai is injured. Yes, she is. Completely splinter the damage control. Correct. Have them do a little damage control on their careers. Ooh, wow, 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 wow. Um, it's deep. And then it, when Becky loses to Trish and Trish and Lita walk out of Saudi Arabia as champions on Monday, you have Bailey. Who are they on the same brand? They are not on the same brand, are they? This all makes no sense, but it, it, it's yeah, but a fucking it's, great thing to think about. It's WWE, whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> on Monday, you have Trish and Lita go to beat up Becky when boom, Bailey comes in, makes a save. Which leads wow. to Bailey turning on Becky, Bailey versus Becky at WrestleMania. Oh, look at you. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> the sex scene is really quick. Uh, before we wrap up this this whole episode, uh, Dynamite, I, I like the way your mind worked. Uh, Dynamite uh, made the announcement about, about Collision. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Roderick Strong. I was pleasantly surprised by that match. The Falls Count Anywhere. I love the actually, Falls Count Anywhere match. I enjoyed that. The, the the description of the fact that Adam Cole and the JAS have been banned from the building. Right, but then Adam but Cole. Then as soon as they walk out the building, who's there? Baby. That dastardly Adam Cole. <laughs> Baby. Who uh, attacks a man outside? <laughs> I imagine that's what Chris would have said. Pinned him in the dirt. Um uh uh uh, uh, uh let's see here. That was another another point I wanted to make with uh oh Jay White and Ricky Starks enjoyed that match. Um DQ was kind of a cop out, but you know, can't make either one look weak. Uh, the whole thing by the by the way, the the whole main event part with uh, Don Callis and uh, Black Bull coming out and Hangman make, Hangman making the save, and now the Elite are finally what what a payoff on a storyline. Three years in the making for this storyline, and we finally got it on this random dynamite <laughs> to lead up to uh, anarchy in the arena. I have been saying, yes, since day one, sure. Since the hangman, hangman wanted to splinter himself away from the elite, yeah, I said that the only way that AEW will be finally complete is when Hangman gets back with the elite. There we go, and here we are. Here now we the are. real way that the ha- that the elite will be complete mm-hmm. is if you get the villain Marty Skrull in there as well. That's how it is complete, complete. What are they waiting on? Um, allegations. Oh, then there's that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> alleged. Yes, it is all alleged. Alleged allegations. <sighs> what a note to finish on. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Sons of Slam. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we head on out? Your your no, your ever changing light, by the way, is freaking me out. It's the entire episode. Just that, that light is just like changing colors. It's not changing colors. I'm just, I keep moving back and forth. So it just kind of focuses weird on the camera. Yeah, it's weird. And it's, it's freaking me the fuck out. I got to get off um, yeah. the camera. I'm taking acid before we fucking record. <laughs> it's the only way I'm able to record. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome and goodbye to Sons of Slam. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Uh, 
listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Please tell your friends. Thank you Ooh. guys so very much. And yes, there it is. There it is. Rest in peace to superstar Billy Graham. Rest in peace to Billy, superstar Billy Graham. And again, rest in peace to Miss Tina Turner. As a special request to Mr. Joe Black. Guys, my name is Chris Mindell. That is the Reaper, Joe Black. We will see you guys next week. If you get a chance, go see Sandra Bullock recreate this in Miss Congeniality. Because, man, it's... Rest in peace, Tina. Keep on burning, and we're rolling, 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 yeah, rolling, rolling on the river, on the river. Cleaned a lot of plates in Memphis, and I pumped a lot of tank down in New Orleans, but I never saw the good side of the city until I hit the ride on the Sons of Slam podcast.